So 32 years ago, the Berlin Wall fell. Two months later, McDonald's, the first American fast food restaurant, opened near Moscow's Pushkin Square. Its opening day was January 1990, and McDonald's announced yesterday that it will sell its 850,000 or 850 Russian stores and exit the market in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. I was reading there's a really interesting article in the Toronto Star yesterday that um, one of the uh, young men who was, I believe he was nine and in line with his grandmother, he grew up in, in Russia and in Moscow, um, said that the symbolism of McDonald's leaving for me is really about Russia turning into a direction that is a dead end, a direction that won't offer anything to Russia and won't allow Russia to offer anything to the world. Carl, Carl Qualls is a history professor at Dixon College in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. He joins the show. Carl, welcome to the program. Good to have you on. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for having me. You also were in Moscow when that first uh, McDonald's opened up. What do you think is uh, is the takeaway from McDonald's announcing that they are selling 850 Russian stores? Yeah, I was I was there as a 19 year old college student just three months after it uh, after it opened, um, and it was it was a hugely symbolic moment as you as you mentioned. Uh, it was a it was a little gateway or a golden arch, I guess, to the West and was providing a service that was simply not seen in Russia at that point. And since then, as you mentioned, 850 stores and something like five or 6% of all global sales uh, from McDonald's are in Russia. So it fit the palate of, of Russians, you know, very salty, very fatty, which is very much like a lot of, uh, of Russian food, but it was a complete novelty. And people were willing to spend upwards of a day's salary just to get a, a burger, fries, uh, and a shake or a soda. So it was um, it was something they had never seen, but it was also a way for them to start understanding what was possible now that the Cold War was starting to come to an end. As a young American student there, you must have just be, been blown away by the lineups for uh, McDonald's at the time. It helped change the standard of service in Russia. Can you explain? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, prior to that, you know, this is the late Soviet Union and Soviet service um, was a misnomer because it was very surly uh, and very slow. There was really no care. And then comes McDonald's, which, you know, I'm no fan of McDonald's at all. Um, but the, the efficiency and then the friendliness that it brought in. I didn't go that first year because the, it was almost a five hour line in May when I got there and I wasn't going to stand in line for a burger. But when I did go back um, over the years, I think I went twice to that Pushkin Square one. Um, it was astounding. A bank of something like 25 cash registers and young men and women with smiles on their faces welcoming you to the store and asking what they can do for you. That was not anything anyone would have seen in the Soviet Union in 1991. And, and how that, did customers react to the smiling they were, faces? They were stunned. They were stunned because it was, it was so unheard of. They didn't know what was going on. Um, the The whole notion of someone asking if they could help you, um, being dressed in bright uniforms, that was that was simply unknown in the Soviet Union. And so it, it, it opened up, a, like I said, a, a, a world of possibilities. And most Russian restaurants operate in a, in a very similar vein today. McDonald's brought them hope. I mean, that sounds weird to say, but it sounds like yeah. it did. Hope that there was a brighter future. Now with McDonald's pulling out, what does it say to the younger Russians that, you know, um, are about to lose their jobs? Because I understand McDonald's is mm -hmm. still paying people, even though they've closed down their restaurants there. Um, it, what, what does it say? And, and how, 
I actually want you to touch on this as well, that how uh, McDonald's entry in the Soviet Union was so groundbreaking, I understand, that it gave rise to this uh, political theory, the Golden Arches Theory. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, well, let me start with the first part about the the unemployment. So as I understand, they've got about 62,000 employees in Russia that they have been paying for the last month when they put things on hold. So obviously, that's a a lot of uh, unemployed uh, people. But I think it goes well beyond that, because to staff uh, a a, a individual McDonald's, much less 850, there's a massive logistical chain. So all the truck drivers, all the farmers that are also going to be hit, because there's no other store that I can think of in Russia that can absorb the quantity of, of meat and cheese and things like that and potatoes that McDonald's had. So this is going to have much greater implications than just the 62,000 mm-hmm. um, uh, direct employees from McDonald's. It, They're going to feel it countrywide. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so the, the, the golden archers theory that basically just uh, says it, it's a, it's a strange way of measuring um, prosperity and stability in a, in a given country. Um, I think McDonald's is in something like 100 countries around the world. And th- for the most part, they're in, in stable and developed economies. In some places, um, that's not the case. And so, I, you know, this pullout <laughs> for those who, who, you know, go with that that theory, which I think is a bit absurd, but um, it's, it suggests that, that Russia is now no longer seen as uh, stable. And I think that is that is certainly correct. And um, it lacks in prosperity. One of the things that I, don't, I think a lot of your viewers or listeners don't uh, recognize is that the average wage in Ukraine is much higher than in Russia because the wealth gap is so dramatic in mm-hmm. in Russia. All the money flows to the top. And so I think I think McDonald's is finally just realizing um, what has been there for for the last decade or so. Right. Well, you know what? You have to bear witness, right? And uh, and now not only is the world being forced to bear witness with what's going on uh, globally, take a little bit of look at the people that we do business with, and mm-hmm. we're starting to really uh, rethink those those business ties. And with McDonald's pulling out, this could be permanent. I mean, they're saying it's permanent. There are some people that are holding their breath saying, well, maybe, maybe not. But you know, 850 stores is nothing to sneeze at, and uh, they're looking for a buyer. So it looks like they are going to be leaving Russia. Do we know a timeline on on when they want to get out? Well, they're they're as they're saying, de-arching right now. They're they're taking down their branding, the the golden arches and stuff around the country, and they're trying to sell off those uh, stores as quickly as possible. You know, it'll take it'll take a long time because I don't think there's any one single entity that can come in and buy 850 stores. So I think it's going to be a number of different. Uh, buyers buying up different properties uh, around the the vast country. So I think it's going to take time, um, and they're going to take a massive financial hit because nobody's going to pay full price for those stores because they know McDonald's is pulling out. Right. So you know they're going to have a massive write down uh, on their on their budget. But you know a massive corporation like that, it's going to be a, a drop in the bucket. They probably won't feel it in the same way that the the people that are that are losing their jobs are going to feel it. Yeah. Carl, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time today. It's been really interesting talking to you. My pleasure, Kelly. Thank you so much.